Welcome to the Money Buddy Podcast. If you want to reach your full potential in life and finances, your search is over. Filling your head with knowledge and your pockets with money. This is the Money Buddy Podcast. Now, introducing your host, Buddy Miller. What's up, guys and gals? So today I came across a Forbes article that said or posed to the question, what are 25 of the biggest regrets when people die? And I found it pretty interesting because if we can have the answer to what our regrets might be at the end, it can we can modify how we live today and get on top of these things so we don't have to be those people on our deathbeds that are thinking, dang, I wish I would have done this a little bit differently. So I'm just going to go through some of the things on the list and just talk through them and kind of see how I feel about them and how where I am in life with these things and you can kind of reflect on your own as well and we can kind of work through it together and see kind of what we think about Forbes and their little article here. So the very first one on the list I think is a big one for people and I think a lot of people regret this as they live but they don't know what else to do about it. Number one is working so much at the expense of family and friends. Basically, I think this falls under people that are working, doing something that they don't enjoy. And every day they need to go back to this job and leave their family at home or tell their friends, sorry, I can't this Saturday because I'm working X job. And that job doesn't allow me to have the freedom that your career does. Also, people can get very wrapped up in careers where they're so obsessed with getting to the next stage that they forget to just sit back and enjoy where they're at in life. I feel like I have a pretty good balance here. I, I do try to take as much of my PTO as I possibly can um, to spend time with my family and have off days and do fun things like go to the zoo or take the family bowling or just hang out in the yard and run through the sprinklers, whatever it might be. And I think it's really good to, to have those days where you just step away from work, even if you love your work, to spend time with family. But I think if those people that don't have a plan for their life and have and work has a means to an end, right? So what I teach on this program is to work hard and work often, having in mind an end goal of when you can have complete financial freedom. And when you get to that point, you can say, F it to working because your time is yours. And if you want to spend some of that time working you still can but when you're no longer dependent on that money the money's different right and the time's different and when you don't have to do something it's so much easier to do what you want to do and if what you want to do is spend time with family and friends there you go now you can Um, and obviously there's a balance to everything right if you're always having fun it's hard to get ahead in life but if you're always trying to get ahead you can never have fun. So it's a catch-22 for sure, right? So stick to the plans, guys, and you're not going to be one of those people on your deathbed that uh, regrets working too much because you're going to have that time, especially when your kids have kids and you got the grandchildren, and you're thinking, wow, you know, my, my grandchild was born and I'm 50 years old, and because I made those choices when I was young to invest, I don't have to work anymore. And I think people that listen to this program, especially at a younger age, if you get on here in your early, mid-20s, you can for sure be that person that's retired by 50. And that's the goal, right? 
Uh, number two is standing up to bullies in school and in life. So I, I can see this for sure. Um, I don't know if you're one of those people, hopefully you're not the bully, but if you're one of those people that leaves a situation with someone that disrespected you or someone that you care about and the rest of the day you're just thinking like, oh, I wish I would have done this or said this or that could be you. And I know that's been me at certain times in my life where I've just let people push me around and just kind of smiled and turned the other cheek and that can be okay sometimes, but other times, you know, it is important to stick up for yourself it's, and it's especially important to stick up for the people that you love within reason, right? You don't want to be throwing fists at someone, but it's okay to confront people and say, hey dude, like what you did hurt me or hurt this person and you know, what can we do to uh, alleviate it or make up to this person? You know, overall, the, the best way to, to handle people like that is to just remove them from your life. Obviously, as a kid in school, that's hard to do because you see the same person every single day. I don't know. Stand up. Don't let someone push you around forever because I think if you, if you do stand up, you're an obstacle then. And uh, they're less inclined to pick on you because bullies want to pick on people when it's easy, right? Number three is... I wish I stayed in touch with some good friends from my childhood and youth. Uh, this is 100% me. There are people from my childhood, especially late childhood, like high school and college, that I still stay in great touch with. Um, all my best friends from that stage of my life are still in my life, and that's that's awesome. I wish I could be around them more, but uh, having having kids before a lot of my friends, like it's limited me somewhat in being able to be around these people. For sure, there's people from my youth that I wish I would have stayed in touch with. And I just wonder if if me and um, these people or, you know, a particular person I have in mind would still uh, connect the same way that we did when we were when we were when we were kids. I'd like to believe we would. I'll never know for sure if that was the case. But it, you probably have someone like this in your life where you literally spent so much time as a child with this person literally every weekend maybe you played sports with them they knew everything about you you knew everything about them you could just laugh for hours you had the same interests um, but just one day you fall apart and maybe their interests change or yours do or you end up going to different schools or someone moves and it's really out of your control and i don't know if there's really a good way to pick up with someone that was removed from your life i don't know maybe this is something that i'll pursue sometime soon and and just reach out to some old friends and just say hey how's it going do you want to you know have a beer or some coffee or or whatever but i i could see that being me at the end saying i wish i would have stayed in touch with an old good friend but i still got time that's the good part you know maybe maybe you have that person in your life that you want to go back to number four is i wish i turned off my phone more or left my phone at home uh i think nearly everyone can relate to this unless you already have a you know, a system in your life where you don't overuse your phone. Um, but I think with how important phones are for everyday life now and just the easy, the ease of everything and accessibility and the ability to know, you know, where do I, how do I get to this restaurant or who has the best burgers in town or who sells this or um, keeping up with the news? Like we're always on our phones and it gets to a point where it really is unhealthy. I think the, the biggest thing and I do have a, a episode that talks about social media addiction. I, you know, I've found myself where I've come home from work 
sat on the couch and just scrolled through my phone and maybe my son's playing on the floor and my wife's sitting next to me and she's on her phone too you just it's so easy to do so we find ourselves doing it but i think maybe that's another thing in my life that i'll take my wife and we'll set aside two or three hours where our phones go in the cupboard i think that would probably have a very positive impact on our lives and when i'm scrolling through my phone and reading news stories on facebook or what it, whatever it is i'm not getting like substantial information from there um, i'm i'm gonna learn and grow so much better if i grab a book from my library and uh, really learn something new or you know read something i'm interested in or pick up a story go to another universe scrolling through memes online like you can maybe get a little snicker but you're not really going anywhere and you end up just seeing the same stuff over and over again because the algorithm you know sees what you're looking at and it's just going to keep feeding you the same thing and a lot of times those things that it's feeding you are the things that stress you out so the easiest way to get away from that is just putting down your phone altogether um, i know i have unfollowed everything political on all of my social media platforms I just don't care. I'm not at a point in my life where I feel like I need to know everything that's going on in politics and I don't feel like I can affect it if I, even if I wanted to. And maybe time will come in my life where I want to try to affect it. I just don't feel like at this point that I'm a big enough fish to have any impact. So all I can do by reading those things is make myself frustrated. I've chose to remove myself from it. Uh, number five is breaking up with the true love or getting dumped by them. Uh, this could be a lot of people that had a relationship with someone that they ended for the wrong reason and they weren't able to get someone back. This doesn't pertain to me, but I do know a lot of people. Oh, I shouldn't say a lot of people. There's a couple of people I have in mind that that have talked about previous relationships and, and thinking, you know, that was the one that got away. I feel for those people. The best thing you can do is when you're in that relationship, really ask yourself, like, if, is leaving this relationship the best thing for me? Or is it something that I'm feeling in the moment that will that will pass in time? Number six is worrying about what others think about me so much. Okay, so this one I think definitely could be a top two or three on the list. Also super easy to do is worrying what people think of you, worrying if, if you have value to them. Uh, the truth is it doesn't really matter. Uh, we need to be going through our lives thinking about what gives value to us and not so much what other people think about us. Honestly, if people don't think very highly of you, they probably shouldn't be in your life anyways. If you aren't appreciated by people, why would you want to be around them? Um, and the truth is, friends come and go from your life, and you're going to have an effect on them for a certain amount of time, and then a time comes where you can't contribute anything else to them, and they can't contribute anything else to you, and that's okay. We uh, move on. So I think the best way to not worry about what other people think about us is just not doing it. <laughs> and it's easier said than done, of course, but if you have those that you really do care about and those people that are really in your inner circle that you do anything for and you know they do anything for you, it's easy to give up those people that don't care. And I think a lot of the stress comes from worrying about people that you really don't care about anyways. If you don't care about someone, why do you care what they think of you? Number seven, not having enough confidence in myself. Okay, so I think with age, this kind of automatically happens where you just get more confidence and I think as a young person you lose a lot of confidence because you you do things that you enjoy and people ridicule you or make fun of you and often it's because those people 
have their own regrets that they wish they were doing what you were doing or they wish they would do their thing um, but they can't do that with themselves so they want to ridicule you for taking a step forward and uh, becoming the person that you want to be so just don't let those people affect you live life for you live life for your family and try to have that confidence have 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 enough confidence to fail Um, and when people boo you off stage or tell you you suck ignore them because they don't have the the same willpower to do what you did and they'd rather sit in their little safe zone um, than try something new so it's it's cool to try something new and have confidence in yourself even if you're not the best and you're you're only going to get better the more you put yourself out there Um, number eight living the life that my parents wanted me to live instead of the one i wanted to okay so (laughs) um i think some people have parents that really push them to go to a certain field and a lot of times it's because the parent regrets not following that or maybe it's a sport maybe your parent fell short in a sport so they really push you to be good at it but that parent's not really considering what you love out of life and what you want to do and where you want to be. So make sure we're always living our dream, our dream. It's our dream, no one else's. And it's okay to um, go against the grain of your family. And it's, it's, a, it's really hard when you're in the household, but as you get away from the house, household and the more distance you can put between you and your family, the easier it is to become your own person and follow your own dreams and believe what you believe and not what someone tells you to believe. Number nine is applying for that dream job that I always wanted. Um, I'd say for this, just apply for the job. If you go in an interview and you fail, uh, maybe you weren't qualified for it, but you can't really know unless you try. And I think a lot of people are stuck in hourly jobs that they just keep their whole life and they, they know they're capable of more, but they're just so comfortable and they don't want to I mean, they're not even like comfortably happy. They're just, they feel, they find comfort in not failing. And I think, well, I know, I know that you need to fail in order to, to take steps forward. So just apply for that dream job or work towards that dream job. Give yourself goals. If you have a goal and you make yourself 1% better every day, you're going to be three and a half times better by the end of the year. So that's pretty crazy. Power of compound interest, obviously. Um, but make yourself 1% better every day and you can be great at absolutely anything. Uh, number 10 is, I wish I'd been more happy um, and not taken life so seriously. Uh, so, I mean, some people can relate to this. I, I, I bet there's some people also that get to the end of life and they say, I wish I took life more seriously, but I might be one of those people that I need to take things less seriously and probably go with the flow more. Um, would it make me happier? Absolutely, because a lot of times I'm in certain situations and instead of enjoying the situation, I'm thinking about where I need to be next in order to improve myself or what I need to do to check things off a list. And that's healthy to an extent, but at the end of the day, I do need to stop and smell the roses a little bit because always moving forward is great, but everything in moderation, of course. Are you one of those people, send me, send me a message, moneybuddypodcast.com. Are you one of those people that takes life too seriously or not seriously enough? And give me an example. I'd love to feature you on a future podcast. Number 11 is, I wish I would have gone on more trips with family and friends. Yeah, I think um, I have had years pass me by where I've reflected back on the year and said, wow, I 
only went to one place all year or I never traveled once. And that's never a good feeling because each second that passes by, I mean, you can't get that time back. Maybe you've always wanted to go to Europe, but you don't know how to take two weeks off of work to go. I would say work it out with your boss and just find two weeks to go, save for however long that takes to have a comfortable trip and just do it because you might never get that chance. You might never um, get a chance to do that if you don't do that soon. Uh, Every second pass is a second gone. You can never get that second back. Um, We're always going through death every day and we don't even realize it. A lot of people are saying death is a point that's going to find me, but death is seriously passing you by every second because every second that passes, you can never get back. Uh, Number 12 is letting my marriage break down. Okay. Um, So yeah, I think sometimes it can be healthy to leave a marriage if the marriage is unhealthy. Nowadays, and I can't speak to the past because I wasn't there, um, but it seems like marriages seem to work. And I don't think so much that people didn't have the same issues that they have today. I think people today just don't try as hard to fix things. Um, And it's just kind of that like China made mentality. I can always buy something new. I can always get something new. Um, I don't need to fix what I already have. And I think that spills over into our relationships. Like there's always new relationships to be had out there. Why would I fix the one I'm in? I think it's very important to try to fix a relationship, especially if you have children. Things happen. Um, Sometimes things don't work out, but uh, that is number 12 on the list, letting my marriage break down. Number 13, I wish I would have taught my kids to do more stuff. Yeah, so you only have your kids so long, and they are sponges, especially when they're very little. You can teach them so much if you just take the time to do it. And it's incredible to see how they imitate you and reflect everything that you do. Um, And they look up to you whether you realize it or not. But I think we're quick sometimes to discount our kids' abilities to learn. And we don't teach them things when they're primed for it. And there's a lot of things that I don't know how to do um, that my parents knew how to do. And it's not maybe that they didn't teach me, but maybe I didn't listen as a child either. So I think that can go two ways. Be willing to listen to other people trying to teach you something and be willing to give your knowledge to others. Number 14 is burying the hatchet with a family member or old friend. Okay, Um, I've had these off and on through my life where I've had maybe feuds with family members or friends. At this point, I don't have a hatchet that, uh, or like a dispute with anybody that I can think of. I think sometimes people have feuds with family members until the day they die or their family member dies. Um, And when the family member dies, you might be thinking, why did I not mend things? Like, did I have so much pride that I couldn't just say sorry or couldn't just let bygones be bygones? Being able to apologize or just let things go is important. And uh, there's there's no point in holding on to those things in life that uh, have really brought you down or come in between you and a family member. And maybe that friend or family member isn't worth having in your life. But uh, you can at least tell them like, hey, you know, I forgive you. We're not going to be around each other anymore, but I just want you to know uh, you can feel okay going through life because I do forgive you. And I hope you can move on and learn from it as well. Number 15 is trusting that voice in the back of my head more often. Uh, Yeah. So (laughs) I feel like every time I read one, I go, oh, yeah. There has been times where I've had a voice in the back of my head telling me to do something and I haven't done it. And maybe it's because of fear 
or outside influences but i think trusting that that voice in your head is big because that voice is right so often and call it a gut feeling if you want um, or intuition trust trust that that voice in your head and and take your shot and don't um, let anxieties get in the way of of what your soul is telling you that you want to do uh, number 16 is not asking out that boy or girl um, maybe that's you that there's there's someone in your life and maybe it's you today that there's someone that you really like you're not sure how they feel about you I'd say just go for it it could be embarrassing if they turn you down but you never know and you don't want to be that person at the end of your life that says oh I wish I would have taken my shot and no one wants to die alone that's that's not fun um, not speaking from experience obviously but I know that especially people as they go to older they they start to realize that they wish they had gotten married or had kids and you know maybe there's people on the other side of the aisle too that wish they hadn't uh, because they weren't you know qualified to be parents or they just didn't want that kind of lifestyle and I think that's 100% okay too while we're living and while we still have the time to do it we need to really reflect on if that's the path we want to take or not uh, number 17 I wish I didn't get involved with the wrong group of friends when I was younger um, yeah so we all do dumb stuff when we're young and I think the the trick to that is when you get involved with the wrong kind of friends that you know how to break away when things get ugly because there's always other friends to be had out there and don't feel like you need to be loyal to people that are bad for you and bad for your life and bad for your potential future being loyal to your friends is great but if they don't have your best interests in mind why are you loyal to those people a lot of times that's like you know a gang mentality like this person's in my group whether i like it or not so i'm gonna do whatever they tell me to do i'm gonna stand up for them even when they're wrong admirable but not always the best for you in the end so getting involved with the wrong group of friends number 18 is not getting that degree or high finishing high school so not getting a degree or finishing high school um, everyone should finish high school it's very sad when people don't and a lot of times it's because of things outside of their control bad home life you know not being taught the value of an education, um, whatever it might be, you got to finish high school. College, another story. I think I could have skipped college and still been all right. What I did get as a, as a degree never, I mean, it's it's definitely helped me along the way, but it's I've never been asked in a job interview what my college degree was. Um, and it's just the nature of, of the jobs that I've gotten. Pretty um, entrepreneurial. Wasn't a lot of pre-qualifications that I needed to prove to anyone other than a good head on my shoulders and critical thinking abilities. But I will say that if if there's anything that I could point to that a college degree is good for, any college degree, is the ability to critically think. And I think colleges historically are very good at asking people and exp helping people get to a point where they can critically think through a situation. If I were on my deathbed, I wouldn't have to regret these because I did high school and college. Um, there's no like post-secondary school that I wish I would have done. At times I've thought about law school, but at the end of the day, I don't know. I, I kind of like what I'm doing now. I like starting businesses and helping people uh, work through their business questions. I, I, I like where I'm at and maybe that'll change in the future, but 
again, um, I'm young, I'm under 30. If I wanted to go back to school, I still could. Never too late to get a degree. Um, a lot of people that have had a lot of success didn't get their success till later in life. Who am I thinking? There's an actor, is it Brad? I think it's Bradley Cooper, maybe didn't start acting until he was 40. Um, the Sams, Walt, the Walton family, Sam Walton didn't start Walmart till his 50s. The guy who started McDonald's, can't think of his name right now, I think he was 40 or 50 before he started McDonald's. You know, one of the biggest food franchises in the world. So it's never too late to try something new or go back to school or whatever it might be. The value of something can only be determined by you. No one else can say, you know, you're too old to do this because it doesn't matter what they think. All value comes within. 19 is choosing the practical job over the one I really wanted. Okay, so this kind of goes against a lot of what you hear where someone says do something what you love do something that you love this this number 19 is saying that i wish i would have chosen the practical job uh yeah i think it could go either way because uh, there's some people that just do what they want to do and in the end they don't put themselves in a situation to do other things in life or to grow sometimes the practical job is the best choice if it means caring for those that you love or having a paycheck or being secure. Um, I think this one can go either way. So I don't, maybe you're one spec, one side or the other moneybuddypodcast.com. Uh, let me know where you are. Do you wish you had a more practical job? Do you wish you did something that you loved? Number 20 is I wish I spent more time with my kids. I think this is a really obvious one. And I think a lot of people succeed in this space where they do spend all their extra time with their kids and encourage their kids to do new things and try sports and work with them every day to be the best possible people they can be. But there's also those people that get to the end of life and they say, wow, I really messed up. I didn't give my kids the quality of time or the quantity of time that they deserved. And you know, your, your kids remember that their whole lives. And you know, hopefully they can take what you lacked giving them and give it to their kids. I've been pretty lucky where growing up, my parents gave me a lot of time and uh, I'm doing my best to do that for my kids too. Sometimes I have to remind myself that, okay, you know, put the phone down, put the game down, step away from the podcasting research uh, and just play. But I don't know, maybe you're on one side or the other of that. 21 is not taking care of my health when I had the chance. Uh, yeah, this one I can definitely apply. Uh, there's things with my health that I go on streaks where I'm very good at taking care of myself and then I will let myself slide. Maybe I binge eat, maybe I uh, get back into chewing for a while. I've knocked that habit so many times. Uh, maybe you're drinking too much. Yeah, so taking care of your health, super important. Uh, more than anything, it's just important so you can live a healthy life. The fast food really tastes good and it's easy, but you know, repetitively every single day or more often than not eating bad is going to affect your life. I don't think that's revolutionary. Number 22 is not having the courage to get up and talk at a funeral or an important event. Okay, so this one if you ever are asked to speak at someone's funeral or at an event, 
just take a deep breath and say yes. Really struggle through it and take the time and rewrite and whatever you need to do, I don't think you'll regret it unless you absolutely bomb, but you'll only bomb if you don't prepare. When I spoke at a funeral, really short and sweet, it was a Bible verse and just a few words. I'm glad that I did it. Um, I wish I, I could have done better. Um, I didn't prep as, as well as I wanted to and just kind of, you know, let it loose in the moment. I, I don't regret speaking and uh, I'd do it again. And I think in the future I'd be better at it because of having that little experience that I, that I do have. So yeah, I would say if you haven't a chance to speak, just speak. And sometimes we speak and it doesn't come out perfect, but there's not a lot of great speakers out there. So people listening to you don't have, they don't have a lot to stand on or be critical of. Number 23 is not visiting a dying friend before he or she died. I don't have any of these to point to where I've known someone's dying and I haven't visited them, but I, I have had people die unexpectedly um, that I wish I had spent more time with. I have had friends die, you know, as teenagers that my last interactions with them weren't great. They weren't negative, but just dismissive, right? Like, oh yeah, hey, yeah, nice to see you. Maybe I'll see you sometime. When people are gone, they're gone. And maybe you don't have something particular to say to someone that's dying, but just visiting them and letting them know that you care, I think is cool. The words will come if they're, they're meant to be said. Number 24 is learning another language. I think it'd be cool to know another language. I haven't learned it. I, don't, I only know English and a little bit of Spanish just because we had to take Spanish in high school. So very, very, very limited Spanish. It would be cool to know another language, but in my case, I wouldn't have anyone to talk to if I did know another language. Sign language would be cool. I don't know. I, I guess I've never had that. Maybe, maybe when the time came, I was at the end, I'd, I will wish this. Um, but for me, it's not very important. But maybe it is for you. And number 25 is being a better father or mother. And I think we touched on this a lot with a lot of the other items. As someone that brings someone into this world, you better be damn sure that you're the best possible father or mother that you can possibly be. Because it's not the most glamorous, amazing life all the time. And if you're bringing someone in, you better be ready to take care of them. And you better be ready to love them. Uh, because you made that choice to bring that person into the world. Whether that was your intention or not, when that person is here, when that child is here, you owe everything to them. So don't be that person at the very end of your life that's regretting not being a better dad or mom. Call up your kids. If your kids are trouble, if your kids have issues, if your kids are hard to be in the same room with, look in the mirror. Uh, because those kids got that from somewhere. And yeah, just like anything, there's going to be exceptions to the rule where you tried everything you possibly could, but you just couldn't get through to your kid. The question is whether or not you were a good father or mother. Fix it. But also, you know, keep in mind, and I'm just thinking back to like a friend that's passed away. Would 
<clears throat> let's say that you're a father and mother and your child passes away unexpectedly and you as the dad it, are beating yourself up every day for something you didn't do or you didn't say or you wish you would have done differently. Look at it this way. Would you tell mom that she was a bad mom and she was a failure and it's her fault and because of this or that is the reason that your child's gone? If you wouldn't do it to them, don't do it to yourself. Uh, life happens. It's been happening for the, since the beginning of time and it's messy, but all we can do is is enjoy the time that we have with the people that we love and when they're gone we can learn from it but we should never beat ourselves up to a point it drives us into depression or into our own grave and if there's one piece that that could wrap up all 25 of these it may be that there's two things in this world things that are in our control and things that are out of our control if we focus on the things that are in our control and we try to make them the best outcome comes we possibly can that is a ticket to a happy life the second we're worrying about things that are out of our control we've gone down a slope of sadness that we have no control over anyways so let's focus on what's in our control. Let's focus on moving forward. Let's focus on life. Let's focus on happiness. Let's focus on being. And let's not focus on the negative and the out of our control and the sadness. Thanks for listening. This is the Money Buddy Podcast. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. If you enjoyed listening, hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. To submit questions to the show, visit us at moneybuddypodcast.com. We'll catch you in the next episode.